0: Hello and welcome to the Metapod of Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. I I wanted to say like world and then I was gonna say corner. I was like corner of the world and then I was like no, what's that word? What's that word? It's meta. The Metapod podcast, Sean. (laughs) It's right in front of me. Whether you're watching this on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whichever. Thank you so much for joining us today. We got a fun-filled episode. Now that we're done evaluating evolving sky, Sean, the set that comes out this week,
1: you yes, plan indeed. on getting any? Um, I mean, I did a pre-release, but one thing that I have said before, and I will start. I'm maintaining now is, I don't think I'm going to be buying boxes anymore, or or really any products. I think I'm I'm firmly in the camp of singles only personally. Um, that way, like. You know, I just I have too many cards. I was, I actually sorted all of my cards uh, that are on the shelf back there, all my mm-hmm. Pokemon cards for post rotation again. And I just have like so much bulk of like different Pokemon that I thought, oh, maybe I'll play this one day. And they were all trash. And so I'm like, I don't need these now. These are never going to be played in expanded. So these are
0: no good in expanded because yeah. expanded is a mess.
1: Yes. So I, I will not be buying boxes, probably anymore, just because I got two card games to keep up, and but I did I did, Jake. I did order a bunch of cards for post-rotation. Uh, we can talk Good. about that. Uh, so I do plan on getting back into some Pokemon very soon.
0: Yeah, we will be talking about post rotation, both like uh, kind of like the decks that we think are going to do well decks that you should look out for. And then also kind of like Sean and I have put together a little bit of a buy list. We're going to sprout out a lot of the cards that we think that you all should be looking at, especially right now before evolving skies and rotation happens. For those of you that may not remember, rotation is going to be set by the regulation marks in the bottom corner. Um, so it's basically as of right now going to be sword and shield on, Mm -hmm. um, is the simplest way to put it. I couldn't find a date specifically on when that is going to be active, but I think for right now, I think probably what they're doing is like for organized play, right? There's no official Pokemon events except for like player's cup and team challenge. So whenever the next one of those go on, they'll probably, say like oh it's going to be this format on ptcgo i am it's going to be active i don't know if it's going to be on friday when evolving skies releases or if it's going to be later but there are tournament organizers that are doing like pog format which is team up to evolving skies uh, all that nature so i guess it's more right now like play it by year
1: yeah so we had some tech issues uh for everybody out there we we i try to use skype for tech reasons there's like specific technology that skype uses There's good
0: reasons to use skype and there then are. there's there's bad internet jake
1: that that couldn't well, use skype i will say jake though discord is working fine so i'm actually gonna blame skype for this one i was fingers crossed gonna knock on wood all
0: that jazz but if you like the podcast hopefully this didn't deter you from making a five-star review because we are we are chugging away at review sean we're over 50 reviews now we're at 51 reviews Wonderful, wonderful reviews from people. But do you want to? Do you want to go into that? Uh, well, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll, I can read the review. I think we are at Nuri A I. Not 100 sure how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it either. But I'll I'll give it a read. A friend. Here. Yes. Um, the review is y'all are too good. Great podcast. Just got into PTCG and it was a bit overwhelmed. Y'all make it easy to keep up with news and have a good time listening. Thank y'all for the hard work and for giving me a pass time at work. LOL. Um, work, work, work. Yeah. That's lots what of Sean work. and I do. Actually, <laughs> Sean
0: works. I just dill fart around because I don't have a job.
1: Well, I mean, you know, fingers crossed. I can one day live the dream of not of not work. We shall see. Um, but
0: Yeah, we, we try to do that. We try to adhere to newer players and veterans alike because we know there's a lot of people that play casually. We know there's a lot of people that you know, don't want to play in every single online event. Mm-hmm. They still want to keep up with the meta. They still enjoy the game. They still have fun. They like shuffling cards at their desk. <laughs> the whole shebang, Sean.
1: Indeed. Um, and actually, to the point of 50 reviews, we, Jake, should actually, I we should put out a survey. This is a reminder to myself and you on Twitter, saying, like, who all is going to be, would be interested in meeting up with us if we did something in Indianapolis area around during gen con that way i can get a sense of numbers because it may be that if there's only like you know five people which is cool if it's one person that's amazing i'm just gonna be frank if it's five people or whatever then like it may just be like finding a place to grab drinks or whatever or like grab some food i mean it
0: would have it would have to be it would have to be a place because like with the pandemic and stuff and the delta variant like Indiana is not a great state at handling these things so we, we definitely have to be mindful and actually Jake, you know the worst thing would be to prepare for five people and then a hundred people show up.
1: <laughs> That's true or also if there's a, a hundred people like just just we'll put out a survey, keep keep an eye out for it on our Twitter if you don't already follow us on Twitter, go to the link in the podcast description um, and uh, give us your your most honest response of like would you actually go? Cool if you don't want to. That's fine. Uh, But, and uh, yeah, we'll try to do at least a a meetup if if we can. And um, if possible, even, Jake, you know Indianapolis better than I do. So there might be places that you know are like, hey, you can actually go here if it's outside even. I have a laptop. We can actually record uh, potentially on the fly like that. So we could maybe do an outdoor recording. With with people, mm-hmm. they may not be able to hear us, but we could do it. <laughs> Are you there? There we Jake? go. I see you again. Oh, okay, there we go. Internet I challenges again. I'm persist. Sorry. I like. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh no. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Jake. Oh no. Oh no. Are you back?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, it just like it? Literally just like the video cut off. I, I mean the whole thing like shut down and then turned back on by itself.
1: Well, uh, We'll keep this. We'll keep this moving. We got some. We got some internet uh, nonsense happening today. But you, you all will not
0: be able to see it pretty much when it comes to the video or the audio. But Sean and I are losing our minds back here. But that's the usual week, I guess. Mm -hmm. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden I disappear and it becomes a recording only on like YouTube.
1: (laughs) I was actually watching Flight. My end. It becomes a recording. I was watching Flight of the Concords And um, there's an episode where. Uh, brett quits the band and they just have a tape of brett that they're playing at events and it's like that might be what jake turns into is just like a a little tape a pre-recorded thing that i'm like you know like canned laughter for this episode
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i uh i'm in the process of getting like a wi-fi extender Mm. type deal in here and then there's like a there's like a, a landline connection down here that i think will help out as well if i connect to it so i just have to get like I'm going to try both of those things um to see if that helps cuz I need the connection <laughs> for streaming for the medpod. I need I I need, you need internet. to be able to
1: It is the year 2021. You just need internet.
0: Yeah, I just I just need internet now. I just need internet, you know. So, but hopefully, I mean we got a jam-packed episode for you all today. Yeah. So, let's get going, Sean.
1: Well, let's uh we'll kick it off. I think we maybe touched about this briefly, but we'll We'll touch on it a little bit more intensely, which is the um, gold tag team cards seem to finally be making their way to the West. Yeah. Um, So the first one that we're pulled up here on YouTube, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, is the Pikachu and Zekrom gold card. Um, You know, uh, what is this? $50 it's tag All Stars. Yeah, it's it, it's it's basically the Tag All Stars uh Pikachu and Zekrom card, which is a gold version of it. Um it should be they're saying like maybe um they're saying a $50 box, which would make sense for 10 packs. That seems about right. Um but the interesting thing is this card is finally coming to the US 2 years, I think it is, after it released in Japan. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is 2 years. So they took their sweet time. And also, um, maybe when we did talk about this on the pod before, we were like, but what about the Charizard uh, Yeah, I think we
0: just knew about the Pikachu and Zekrom at the
1: time. So they they did announce then the Reshiram and Charizard card as well, also gold. Um, Interesting thing here, they decided to release these as promos um, rather than put them into a pack, which at this point makes sense because, like, what pack would you put these in? Like just you're not going to put these in celebrations right so like and um, both of these should be coming out in november i think right
0: yeah late november like right before uh like thanksgiving and stuff or around that time uh november 21st is the date that it says via pokey beach so i mean it's like cool but like sun and moon's already going to be pretty much dead because rotation will happen Will have moved on from the sun and moon format. This seems like something that should have been put in like champions path.
1: Yeah, because champions path we've talked about it. The the actual like draw like the chase cards are pretty trash. You get either the cards or the, even, or like, the VMAX, Max, and that's it.
0: Yeah, like you could have put it in champions path, but I think what makes even more sense is shining fates. Because mm-hmm. if you remember from like hidden fates, we had like the gold Lele, Bulu, uh, yeah, Coco, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one, Feeny. Um, so Mr. this would Feeny. have made sense, like gold cards and they're pretty cool cards, you know, like people really like these and they were really, really good. Could have played with them for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, like Restoram and Charizard, I don't think is going to see much play in Expanded. Um, Maybe I don't even think in a Mewtwo deck. I, I think Pikachu and Zekrom could see some play in Expanded in a in a Picaram deck. Maybe. Yeah, cuz Big is
0: just good and expanded.
1: Yeah. And then
0: with like with like uh E powers and stuff. I mean, it's just it's just good. Thunder Mountain with it, the Coco, all that jazz.
1: I think the only other card that uh there's a few cards that are actually in gold that we still haven't gotten. Um but the one that I'm thinking of is the gold Mewtwo and Mew. I believe they made a gold Mewtwo and Mew as well for Tag All-Stars. Um There's a few more, but that's the one the last one that I'm like would be more of a chase card uh to see if it gets printed um in some sort I of i mean a... there's
0: a ton of there's a ton of like full full like blinged out cards that we just never got including a whole bunch of full art supporters yeah sean you know how i feel about them full art supporters mm-hmm. you know Bulubba, poor beloved and bryson man i never got to play with that card <laughs> as a as a nice shiny thing but I mean there's so many. Like there was the there was the Weavile GX, the Umbreon, Darkrai, um, Trevan and Dusnor, Espeon Deoxys, like those full art promos. Or I'm sorry, just the full arts that we never got. We we got uh, the got the promo alternate arts. Yeah. Eventually for those, but I mean, there are some cool ones in there with like the green, red challenge, blues tactics, Mm. like those three cards, how they like correlate to one another. You know, Welder was good for so long.
1: Oh, yeah. We had the, um, did they ever release the male version of Welder? No, they never did. Mm, That's sad. That was a cool card. I could see though, I could see though, in like a, so if
0: you remember in X and Y, X and Y had like a collection box of like the end of the Mm. era collection box where they had like a shaman on the box you could get a shaman promo card you get a team flare grunt promo card i think you get an N promo card Mm -hmm. and like i think there was a fourth one along with that i think it ran for like a hundred dollars or something i remember seeing it at my uh local comic book shop for a while before the tcg boom kicked off during the pandemic um and always being like well those are cool but i can't play them in standard so i'm not gonna buy it yeah um but I could see them doing like a sun and moon hurrah box like that and maybe like putting like a welder or this or like the Red Challenge Greens Exploration Blues Tactics mm-hmm. in there as like cards along with, you know, the the Mew and Mewtwo GX gold card on it. I mean, it'd be a really hefty box and it'd be a really expensive
1: box. Yeah, Um, I mean, I, think I, mean, I could see it. I think you're right, though, to think that they might just start rolling this stuff out over time because they've actually done a really weird thing lately of, like, reprinting really old stuff, like old product, and selling it. Like, there's some, like, um,
0: EX boxes yeah. that came out that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Like, what the heck was that?
1: So I, I there there could be some validity to the idea that, like, maybe they'll just keep these around for promo boxes. And so over the next year or two, eventually we'll get all of them with, like, random promo boxes right
0: yeah it's just it's so i mean, it's yeah. i just man i just kind of wish that they would have stopped they would have stopped at like the Didene and the umbreon Darkrai and stuff like that because now they're just teasing me at this point <laughs>
1: it's like oh remember all those awesome cards we never got remember yeah, remember all those awesome
0: cards that that you never got well you're not getting the full art supporters anyway but you can get everything else and i'm like <laughs> oh c- come on
1: uh, outside of that, there hasn't been a ton of product news. There is like a, some rumors floating around, but we don't really talk about the super early rumor stuff, but there is, I, I was a little bit amazed that they announced this card so far in advance. Um, because the game doesn't come out until 2022. So it's kind of wild, um, that they did announce this card, which is the Arceus V V pokemon legends game promo um jake do you want to talk about what this card does and and let me know if you think it's any good
0: so this card i mean it is interesting it's a 220 hp basic colorless pokemon because arceus is a colorless pokemon as you can say there's also glaceon V and Leafy on that come in, but it doesn't matter. The first attack is two colorless Trinity Charge. Search your deck for up to three basic energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon V in any way you'd like. Then shuffle your deck. Keep in mind that twin energy does not work on this card. And in expanded, there's probably way better energy acceleration <laughs> tactics than double colorless RCS V. Um, the third attack or the second attack is three colorless power edge, 130 vanilla damage, three energies for 130 that three
1: shots of V max. (laughs) Yeah, this it's, I don't, I don't know. good And I don't think it's supposed to be good. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just not supposed to be good, but it's so weird to make a card that seems like it just like Somebody has to design it. You have to put something on it, right? And it's like, why is it so bad? It's the first V card of Arceus, of like this legendary, like it's God, right? Basically. It's It's It is the God Pokemon. Right. And it's like, and you had a whole format defined by Arceus Dialga Palkia, right? So like, you'd think, at least in my mind, like maybe this card should have some playability. Now, the one thing that we don't know, Is what will come out between now and when this comes out? Maybe there's an RCS Max. Who knows? Maybe double colorless is coming back. Maybe double color that would be super broken. And I think people would be mad if double colorless came back. You think? I don't know. I think people like double colorless. To be
0: honest, I mean people like double colorless, but I think just that people are not going to be happy.
1: No, I think I think the reason double colorless. Was could not exist in the in this current format is because triple Excel also exists. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you can have both of those in the same format. That is broken. But now that triple Excel will be rotating, like the restriction they put on twin energy might be able to be lifted to give double colorless. Maybe it's like a V only double colorless. So you can't have eight double colorless energies for a um, a single prizer Pokemon. So you have like a twin energy for non Vs, and maybe there's like a a version of twin energy. Maybe it's just for colorless V's, right? Because they have lots of weird I-, I could see something like that happening because if that happens, then this is actually a, a really nice companion to those to future dragon Pokemon. Because it's three basic. It just doesn't matter what kind though. So like
0: yeah. I and I mean, you could put this in something like Rayquaza, you know, you yeah. could put it like a one or a two of in Rayquaza.
1: Yeah. It's like if you're going nice. second, or you Giraladon. open this, you get eight, you get you end up getting like five energy equivalent on board. Um, you might even you might even play this in like a water with Melanie or, you know, uh, does Melanie only attach anything to water? That, anything Pokemon?
0: like a Lapras or something that has like just a bunch of water energies or a bunch of fire energies with yeah. like set a scorch.
1: I just, you know, th- I think there could be a world in which this is not awful just because of that first attack. If you can pull it off going second on your first turn, um, that can set up some, some really big games, but currently the way that the format is structured, I don't think it makes sense because then your opponent know with ice Rider, we'll talk about this when we talk about post row but all these decks are coming in and just basically taking knockouts turn two and this this little buddy here at 220 um unless you're playing you know the fighting week right yeah like oh it's so gross um it'll be
0: it'll be really interesting but we also don't know if we're getting this in the rest of the world this is as of right now a japan only promo for pre-ordering Pokemon Legends Arceus. And we know, Sean, we know that in the rest of the world at least, if you pre-order Legends Arceus right now from the pokemoncenter.com, mm-hmm. the Pokemon Center, which I would assume that this promo would probably come through, um you get a Arceus plushie. You oh, know? So dear. why in my mind, I don't know if this will even come because like why would you why would you have two different pre-orders that didn't come out at the same time It'd be one thing if it was like okay here as of right now you can pre-order we're releasing both of these at the same time so you can choose between them mm-hmm. but like those people that like like me i pre-ordered it because i i kind of wanted the plushie yeah. um i pre-ordered that but i would much rather have the tcg card to be honest so like then it would be if they release it with the the promo there i'd be like well like, do I cancel my pre-order, then hope to pre-order it again, and hopefully get it, or like, what happens then? Or do you
1: give this to like GameStop? I think this—that's actually an interesting point. I, although all the GameStop cards that they've been getting lately are absolute garbage, but maybe <laughs> <I> mean,
0: <laughs> GameStop promos are so
1: funny—they're—they're they're so bad. Um, they're my favorite because they're so <laughs> dumb. But I, you know, I think we will get this card because the problem with this card is it is just on the edge of playability in like maybe some weird decks that I don't think you cannot release it because like you, you can't have a meta where there is one card in Japanese that doesn't exist in English that might be playable. So I think we will get a version of this card at some point.
0: It might also just not be a promo and it might come in the January, February set.
1: Exactly. I could see that set revolving. People have talked about, you know, are we going to get a legends themed uh, product?
0: Yeah, are we going to get a Legends-themed product or are we going to get a Gen 4-focused product for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl as well?
1: Yeah, and you know that would make a lot of sense because these actually both... Take, if you watch the uh, Pokemon uh, Presents last week, um, these actually both take place in the exact same region. It's just one of them takes place many years before. So mm-hmm. they've, are, they've set up this world in which we're going to be focused on... What region is that? The... I know Sino we're going to focus on Sino, um, broadly
0: slash yeah.
1: Yeah. Hi- yeah. Um, which is what the old name for it was for, for those of you who didn't watch now you're getting the, uh, the lore, the back. If you do
0: want to watch it, you can check out my YouTube where I have my full reaction. Pog, look at that promo. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> Love it. Sean, continue on. But yeah, it all is taking place in that region. So I could definitely see a, um, you know, a year of the TCG two or three sets that are themed around the, that the region of Sino and you know that could be an interesting thing, right? We had battle styles. What is is there something unique to the Diamond and Pearl era or the region of Sinnoh in terms of a mechanic that we could see come back or come to the card game for the first time?
0: Well, going back to the Pokemon Presents, they did have a special new way of attacking in Legends Arceus. It's like I can't I can't remember it off the top of my head. One of them is like agile, mm-hmm. and the other one is something. When you if you strong watch, strong attack, when or... you hear that. Yeah, it 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 sounds like single and rapid yeah. strike.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to say like I actually don't think we'll get quite that thing. <laughs> but like I don't know. I mean
0: they're they're putting out fusion pokemon. Yeah. They're putting out fusion stuff. Who knows? Maybe they go with another gimmick here in the next like in the next couple sets they just introduce something else. I, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that can happen.
1: Well, we we definitely veered off there. I wasn't expecting to do some some theory crafting, but
0: Hey, is ultra ball coming back that's the real question
1: it needs to it really needs to um i think it could i think it'd be cool i think you're absolutely i do think actually ultra ball could come back but um
0: it would also make this format even more turbo (laughs)
1: um jake what do you let's get into the the meat and potatoes of post rotation now um And I'm going to ask you, Jake, uh, I I actually I watched some of Omnipoke's video, their post rotation tier list to to help form my opinions because I haven't delved as deep as I normally would. Um, But Jake, if you had to uh, pick, you know, a deck to start with post rotation, what what deck do you want to talk about first?
0: I think that we should just talk about the obvious thing re- right off the bat that everybody's been talking about is going to be so good post rotation mm. and that you can like start getting into now and start playing now and getting adjusted to its playstyle and that is rapid strike urshifu. Mm. A lot yes. of people have been talking about how rapid strike urshifu especially when mew bench barrier leaves the format. We've touched on that before. It's not anything new I think to a lot of our listeners. Um but without Benchberry in the format, I think Rapid Strike Urshifu can do pretty dominantly. And I agree, like I think it could just do really well because I think Shadow Rider is not going to be as good, which we'll touch more on later, um, which just brings up Urshifu, in my opinion. So yep. that's that's the that's I wouldn't say the BDIF. You know, because I think it's way it's way too early to say the BDIF. But if you're looking for decks to look out for, maybe you want to start buying cards now or you want to start trying to trying to play and get used to archetypes, right? Because Urshifu is not the easiest thing to play. No. Um, especially when you have to do sort of spread damage. But I think Rapid Strike Urshifu is one that everyone needs to have on their radar. Everybody needs to prepare to face in a tournament two or three times. Um, and honestly, I think right now is the time to go get it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we were we're gonna combine this into like a bit of a tier list slash, it's not really a tier list, but like top deck slash buy list. Yeah. And Jake and I talked about this earlier, and we actually think that Rapid Strike, Urshifu, V Max, like get your I think now is a good time. I don't think they're gonna get any cheaper than between 13 and 15 dollars a card. Um, that might still be fairly pricey for some of y'all, um, especially coming from, you know, prior to battle styles, I think Pokemon decks in general are about the cheapest they've ever, ever been. Because of all of the promo products, um, you could get like Rom or ADP or all these other decks for basically between 50 and $70. Um, so I do think prices of playing these top tier decks is going to go up a little bit now. But... You know, 13, you get, I think most decks that are playing Rapid Strike only run three of the VMAX. So after those three, and then you're talking about the the V being between like 3 to $5, something like that. Um, you're, you're basically your core expensive cards in the deck, which is the Urshifu line, is only going to be maybe 50 to 60 bucks max for all of it.
0: For a deck as well, that's been like a tier one deck for a bit now. Yeah. um i think is is also something to note that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good and it's gonna be good for a bit i mean it's just as expensive as shady dealings Inteleon. quick shooting it's it's definitely lower but the shady dealings you know your drizzles the drizzles are more expensive in itself than the Intellion. the drizzle is still like a four dollar card sean the Is one it? that has the ability. And then your intelions are also like three bucks. All right. I know. Mean, so it's not, I, you get the promos though, get the promos, if anything, because those are the league promos are like a buck 50.
1: They're like half priced. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say like the, um, the quick shooting seems to be the more expensive one at between. Yeah. I or, think I, I was looking at the shiny one. Yeah. I was looking at the shiny one at first. Uh, but yeah, like you can get the shady dealings, um, and the quick shooting, the quick shooting, I think is the one that makes the rapid strike deck tier one, because you could place those extra damage counters. Um,
0: but I yeah, like both, have, like both have viability yes. though. Yes. And like all the decks that utilize um, all the decks that utilize in I think have, like both play quick shooting and shady dealings. That's why I recommend getting like both of them. Mm-hmm. Cause yes. I think you're, I think a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll run like a two, one or a three, one, between quick shootings being the majority and then well that's a
1: gold shiny Inteleon, sean i mean but if you want to flex don't buy this immediately 50 dollars is crazy don't. that's stupid um i mean i think it will be expensive because i think the deck is that good but you know if you really want to bling out your deck you can with evolving skies now
0: yeah it's gonna it's gonna be something <laughs> i know the snorlax was also going for a pretty penny as well mm-hmm. um i think it was like 50 bucks or whatever um the shiny snorlax and evolving skies but or wait is it evolving skies i know uh, it's a I know it's a snorlax gold, i looked it up the other the day because i saw a tiktok of someone they're like i paid 120 dollars for a shiny snorlax this one yeah, they paid like one hundred twenty dollars for that, and they said they got two instead. I was like, "How did you pay one hundred twenty dollars?" I mean, like, for whatever you reason, we definitely paid two and then scammed everybody. So I looked up the price, and it's it's still about a, a hundred.
1: So that's crazy. That the fact that this is a hundred dollars is absolutely absurd to me. Just to be honest, yeah, because it's
0: not it's not nearly as played as like quick shooting.
1: But I mean, it is Snorlax. People love they Snorlax, right? Like mm-hmm. Frostlass is sitting over here. At thirty-five bucks, and Snorlax is like, hmm I'm a hundred. I'm so big." The
0: Frost Lace has a little bit of. Uh, it's not like incredible viability. No. I've seen some people throw it around in a couple lists, but I don't think it's that good. I think if Ditto, if Ditto Prism Star was a, a Ditto Prism Star S card was in the format, that Frost Lace would be a lot better. But
1: uh, here we are. The next deck. So basically, Rapid Strike Urshifu, We're putting you know, basically at the top. Yeah. You know, like that, that I think the other deck that kind of sits at the top that a lot of people have talked about is Ice Rider. And I would
0: 100% agree. That is. Oh, the, you want the alternate art? Well, Sean.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I want the alternate art too, but I also <laughs> realistically
0: look at my bank account.
1: Yeah, I, I want the alternate art, but I also want money.
0: Um See, Ice Rider Calyx Remax about the same price as Urshifu right now. $14. I actually think Ice Rider kind of gets better. Yes. With rotation. I'm similar to Urshifu and Ice Rider Calyrex is going to be around longer in circulation because Chilling Rain was the set after battle style. So I think Ice Rider is going to be easier to get. So it probably won't jump up as high as Urshifu when it comes to price, I would think. Um, I but know. I know this is a popular deck. I know that people love this deck. It's not going to change too much. With rotation happening because it uses like the Drizzle engine and stuff like that, and like Melanies and things. I mean, it's going to be harder to without things like Viridian Forest and stuff. I mean,
1: for some of these decks, but I will say though, like you, in terms of price, I don't know if these will get more expensive. I wouldn't be I surprised though if they do. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Ice Rider and Urshifu jump up to like maybe 20, right? Because Ice Rider is gonna be another tier one deck. There's basically three archetypes that are up in that tier one., um, and then we'll talk about the third after this. But thirteen dollars, fourteen dollars a card, especially because this is from the newest set compared to Rapid Strike. That's what's wild to me, Jake, is that this is the same price despite it having been out for two months plus shorter amount of time. And I think that's because it's over it's like getting, you know, it's overshadowed, if you will. Pardon the pun. By Shadow Rider. Um, and once the, you know, once the new set, once rotation happens, I think people are gonna who wanna buy the cards to play are gonna be like, oh, they that should not be the case. One should not be half the price of the other. Um
0: I like Shadow Rider a lot. I think it's a very fun deck to play. I yeah. think it's super good. I, I enjoy it a ton. I enjoy it a ton. I think it's gonna go in, people are gonna continue with it. And I, I just, I don't know. You're going to see a lot of this deck as well.
1: Yeah. I, I like ice rider. The reason being is um, there's another card that comes out for it that people are talking about. But if you, if you don't keep up with every new card that might be coming out, the reason that it is getting better is because of Sweetcoon. We did talk about this briefly weeks and weeks ago, but um, once during your turn, if it's in the active, you can draw a card. That's just kind of a bonus. You're not doing it for that reason. But its attack, um, Blizzard Rondo, which is kind of a a really weird name, to be honest. Um, This attack does 20 more for each benched Pokemon, yours and your opponent. So at any point during the game, if your opponent, you know, fills up their bench and you fill up your bench, you're doing 20 more for each. And that is, you know, 10. So it's 200 more plus 20. So it's 220 for two, which is... Uh, almost the same as what Ice Rider VMAX is doing, but now it's just a 2 prizer. So now Ice Rider has a viable two-prize partner that can deal out pretty big damage in terms of those numbers. Um, and I believe the other benefit is this has a different weakness to Ice Rider. Suicune is weak to Lightning, where I believe Ice Rider is weak to Metal. Yes. So you can start to cover a little bit of your, like, you know, Zacian is still going to be around. Um So, that will be something for Ice Rider to have to like, you know, keep in the back of your mind. You're losing weakness card energy. So, there is no ability to stop weakness necessarily anymore. Um, And
0: plus, like, you wouldn't really play weakness card energy anyways because your attack cost is two water.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: you'd have to play like a Frostmoth build on top of that. So, which Suicune, Frostmoth, Inteleon, Shadow, or Ice Rider, well, that's clunky.
1: Oh yeah, super clunky. So, I think this water, this water archetype though, it's been a, you know, I'm trying to think back to the last time water was a tier one deck, any kind of water deck. Um, can you think of any like? Not
0: really since we started playing.
1: Yeah, like there've been like bits here and there. Like, oh maybe Inteleon Vmax was not tier one, but it was good. And there was it even like good
0: tier two, tier three, you know, Wap two. Yeah. Was it's a good like tier two, tier three for a little bit. But I don't think since we've started since like Unbroken Bonds that there's been like a good water deck,
1: unless you count like ADP Keldeo. And even that was that, a good,
0: like tier one, tier two for a
1: little bit. But that was also kind of like a weird tier t- two. For any of you who played back in Cosmic Eclipse era, um, you'll remember ADP came out and it wasn't, it didn't feel quite as broken because the only Pokemon that you could pair it with were like, keldio to like yeah, you, you know you the
0: pair it with a, a decent water pokemon and keldio's thing was just like walling
1: yeah and all you could the do format
0: was all like the format was all like pika um the format was pika the pika the green zard and then mm. um like pidgeotto control
1: yeah it was just like you
0: just, you just you just adp and then you just hope that you get switches off of like cold crush and stuff
1: yeah uh, so, uh, so it's it's nice to see that water is coming into its own. It's gets some draw power with with the ability with Melanie, um, and it has Pokemon that can actually deal not OCO damage. I mean, you can knock out a lot of V's, and that is going to be the game plan for Ice Rider. Of like, you know, get an Ice Rider V, attach an energy. Turn two, get an Ice Rider V Max, attach another energy either attack directly or, like, boss a V up and kill it before your opponent has the ability to evolve. Like, that is a bit of the game plan, but, you know, doing solid damage. So I am excited for a water era, and I think if... um, Is gold water energy... um, I think it
0: was a thing with Chilling Rain. I think it was one of the energies.
1: You might be right. Um, I want to do water energy secret and see what comes up. Yeah, you're right. It was in Chilling Rain. You can also get the Crimson Invasion one. They're not cheap, but I said this before oh. with Urshifu, um, and then again prior to them announcing Shadow Rider. You know, if if you think that this might be a good deck for a while, which it could be, it might be a good time to pick up some Secret Rare Water. I don't know. I mean, everybody.
0: There's not too many people that have Secret Rare Energies. No. Like more well, no. often than not, people have like Alternate Arts and stuff because you have max of four of those. In a deck where with energies you could have like 10 plus that's true so that's like true. 10 oh. times 25 you could be spending like 250 dollars on energies but you get to use these energies <laughs> forever forever
1: unless you're as fairy. Long as
0: they don't like rip or anything like that
1: yeah also unless you're fairy pokemon which rip
0: yeah rip Ooh. fairy yeah but anyways sean do you want to talk about the third deck that you think i'm curious. To- okay you were gonna say shadow rider that's what mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna say i've been like i've been like i know i've said this on the pod that i didn't think shadow rider was going to be any good because it loses like horror house it mm-hmm. loses trevin and dust like a lot of what makes shadow rider good now is getting that extra turn yeah ahead of other people and losing the Gengar Mimikyu tag team, i at first was like, Oh, I don't know, but I'm seeing these sword and shield on tournaments as of right now. I, I mean, I know we don't have evolving skies yet and you know, but you have to look at something like the Friday night inter sword and shield sponsored by Atlas tournament that happened the other week, Sean, and you look one, two, three, four, five shadow riders take the top eight, one of them winning it. So like, yeah. I mean, I know it's not a complete format, but like it's doing well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right now.
0: I mean, without I mean, the Gengar Mimikyu.
1: I think the reason for that is also just because it is a strong card. Even if you don't have some partner cards that you maybe had before, it is in and of itself like the ability to attach an energy from hand, draw two cards you have a decent attack, right? 30 for each psychic attached to all of your Pokemon. So throughout the course of a game, you're just, you know, hopefully you're spreading your energy out and you're building up some pretty big hits. Maybe, probably not Oko's, but big hits nonetheless. Um, And you can pair this with things like Alcremie and then you get the ability to like mitigate your weakness a little bit because Eternatus is also going to be a deck. It's going to continue to be a deck. So, um, It's just a strong card, and any time that you can get free energy attachments and draw, like, anybody who remembers Zorark, right? Like, you get the free draw. Anybody who remembers Malamar, you get the free attachment. Having both of those in one card is always going to be a good card, I think. So You can use, like, the
0: Greens Reshizard concept from last year, and you can use the Cresselias that we have to accelerate your energies. You know, you go second, even though you can't evolve... Your first turn, you know, with this deck specifically with Shadow Rider Calyrex, probably you don't want to you don't want to attack right away. Anyways, you I feel like a lot of times you would just want to use your first turn of attacking with using Cresselia and just accelerating a bunch of those energies because you're going to need as many energies as possible. And since you're not going to have an extra turn, you know, that's like the best case scenario right now. Now, you can't use greens, obviously, unless you're playing path to the peak.
1: Well, you can't um, use Greens cuz it rotates. Oh, well, yeah, too. never mind. Greens <laughs> is
0: gone post rotation. Man, a format
1: without Greens.
0: I mean, you oh, can't, that's
1: weird. You could use something I, like Peony, I guess, but like you're not going to do that.
0: All I know is that Sanders been whipping up some like a uh, bulk box deck that he was he was teasing it on Twitter and I I'm excited for it, especially with that new Zorark. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. And I hope that I can play it.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'll be interested to see control if control exists in post row, because you do keep crushing hammer. But I don't know if there are any cards that recycle from the discard back into the deck anymore. I believe Excadrill is rotating because that's Cosmic Eclipse.
0: Mm hmm so i don't yeah i don't know you'd have to like you'd have to put like a bunch of ordinary rods yeah and you'll have to put i mean you'll have to put a i think energy recycler is back but uh i mean the things also with energies that you're going to be facing as well is you're going to be facing like you're going to be facing another card that we haven't talked about rillaboom yeah. Right. Rillaboom Delmice has made a lot of noise right now in standard as of late. I know a lot of people have been enjoying that and doing decent with it in tournaments. It's not like a tier one, tier two, but it's something that you can play and do well with, probably at a more cheaper option. Mm-hmm. Um, that has its own energy acceleration. You have the Shadow Rider, which we've just talked about, has its own acceler- energy acceleration. Melanie and Ice Rider Calyrex, you know, getting yep. those energies from the discard, even. So even if you do crushing hammer one, it goes away. I mean, and also say that again. Flaffy. Yeah. Flaffy, you know, being able to do that on Rayquaza and then also Urshifu, it's going to discard its energies anyway. So you have to hit it on like certain turns, which is a lot harder than it sounds a lot of times. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, people are saying take your hammers out (laughs) in general like we are not in a format anymore where everybody's playing four crushing hammers, but
1: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how control can do. I it seems like control will probably need some some more cards to get printed. Now, I could if maybe, there's anyone
0: to break it though, it's Sander.
1: That's true. I could maybe see stall taking the place of control with Cheryl. That's a card that mm-hmm. has been wildly underused, I think, thus far. Um, but there could be a world in which Cheryl. You know, with, I think, Palpad. Does, does Palpad rotate? No, Palpad's yeah. from
0: Sword and Shield Base, I believe, or okay, Rebel got Clash, a re- it one It was an early
1: set. So, yeah, I could see that being maybe a strategy of, like, just setting up one of these big bodies. But the problem is, you know, you might see enough... Um, you might see enough Rayquaza Maxes or Shadow Riders that don't really have a damage cap, technically, Um, so if you can't get all of their energy off consistently, because you only have four crushing hammers, right? If you can't really do that, then I don't know how you can really stick around, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what Sander comes up with. Like you, and
0: plus like the energy is not expensive, right? It's, it's not like, I mean, the, the energy acceleration on Shadow Rider Calyrex allows it to put multiple energies on in one turn. Yes. You know, Ice Rider is only two energies. Uh, Urshifu is pretty much only two energies. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these decks that you're going to be facing do not have super high energy costs. You know, it's not like ADP Keldeo going back to the Cosmic Eclipse format. ADP Keldio and me playing Pidgeotto Control where you don't have something like Metal Saucer or you don't have something like Frostmoth to accelerate the energies. Yeah. And so if you just knock off one then boom you're already a turn ahead pretty much uh whereas it doesn't matter as much this format because we have a lot of energy acceleration um but also going back to shadow rider calyrex because we kind of jumped off the rail there (laughs) both john and i kind of think that this card is going to get cheaper post rotation a little bit
1: i that's the thing i think 23 dollars a card so basically you know if you're playing three of these in a deck that's pretty expensive um, I think it's suffering from like being a bit more of a hype card for the new set, uh, of the most recent set, at least not not Evolving Skies, obviously. But And I think when people realize that Ice Rider and Urshifu are just as good of a deck, broadly speaking, um, I think this one probably comes down and gets maybe a little bit closer to those other two because it's not any rarer, right? They're, in terms of rarity level, there's as many of these that exist in the world. So the only reason that this would be higher is people who... Because um, I also don't know if this is like a more of a collector's card than the others. I think the only reason this is higher is just because people maybe enjoy playing this kind of deck more, so they will gravitate more to the deck. But I do think there will be a more of an evening out in maybe mid-september time frame so if you were waiting on like what deck should you pick and you don't have a preference i would go with one of the other two that we just mentioned over this for now
0: i also need to we need to point out as well that once irl events officially come back you know we've had stints we've talked about of like irl events happening in different places i think there was there was like an event in kentucky there was one in new jersey like all these different events that go on, but they're not Pokemon official. Once there's an official Pokemon event that's IRL, all the cards are going to jump up. I think that should yeah. be a given. So the numbers that we're throwing out now are assuming that you know IRL events are not coming back anytime soon because the pandemic is not going away.
1: I'm just realizing for the listeners who can't see our screen, it's twenty three dollars, like twenty three, twenty four dollars for the um, Shadow Rider.
0: So it's about $10. I think it's going to drop down to like $20. I think it's going to, I think both ice and shadow are going to be about the same price at about $20. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just assuming that no IRL Pokemon events, like official IRL Pokemon events come back. Once that happens, like the cards are going to jump up like crazy, which is why I recommend like buying your Crobats now. now, you know, buy your Urshifu's buy all that stuff before it happens. You know, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that these decks are going to be going away until rotation, but the trainer toolkit like Sean is pulling up right now on YouTube. The new one is a pretty good box, especially if you are a newer player. I don't think we really gave it the light of day that we could have when it first came out. It's it's relatively old, but you can get it for about 21 bucks. Yep. Right and, now, and, and you, you can, can get, get all the contents inside, which, Sean, if you want to read those off, because I actually can't read it because uh, it's on your screen. I but. mean,
1: it's just, it, it's got a number, the The point of this, it's got a, a bunch of playable cards, a bunch of staples. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't exactly know which ones, but the main one that you'd be buying this for is the Crobats, because as you know, or if you don't know, Dedenne, which is a staple for drawing cards as a bench sitter, is rotating out, and now the only bench sitter you're going to have... Uh, that's a staple is gonna be Crobat. You can play Krikattoon and Oranguru and other stuff, but really it's gonna be Crobat. So yeah, that's the main that's the main support Pokemon card. Yep. Yeah. And so expect that one. I don't think the price will go up, but if you're looking to get not only two Crobats, but also, you know, a, a small array of other staples, including like the boss's order. I think the Lysander might be in this box, that version. Yeah, and maybe it the is. Juniper. It's not hollow for yeah. sure. And like the Juniper version of research. So you can get like a couple of bosses, a couple of research, probably a couple of Marnie's, all that good stuff, things that aren't going to rotate, um, some quick balls and Evo incense, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Level balls as well. Like there's just a lot of like great trainer cards. Like this is one of the best, in my opinion, especially from after seeing the first toolkit, this is one of the best, like entry entry to entry to competitive products.
1: Yes. Um, so in terms of our buy list, uh, if you are somewhat new or 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 at least new enough to where you don't have a big collection of singles because you didn't get time to play it <laughs> before the pandemic, pick pick one of these up. A lot of game stores I also know still just have these in stock. Same as the original trainer's toolkit when that came out, like it's not a collector's item. They don't fly off the shelves. So you can probably yeah. also just go to your local game store and see if they have some. Um, and there, are, I think. I want to say 20 bucks MSRP, maybe 25. Yeah, yeah. You
0: might have to, you might have to do it for like 25. Yeah. Um, that might be the point where a lot of like card shops or something have them at, mm-hmm. but I think if you go to like, I think if you go to a, like a, a Walmart or target, they will be 20, but yeah. I also say support your local game shop. So,
1: um, Jake, we have, I think just enough time for one more deck. Do you have something that you really wanted to get out there or can I, Talk about the last deck, the hype deck.
0: I'm going to say play Zasian Ludicolo because it looks fun. Okay. And you could do like 800 damage, but Sean, you talk about what deck that you're excited about. I,
1: I will Mine say for more of a meme. for Zasian, if you want the cheap deck, that's probably tier one or two Zasian with Inteleon is going to be actually your budget deck because you can get these bad boys for just a couple bucks each now, because there's been so many promos. Um, of this one, so if you want your budget tier one one point five deck, Zacian and Teleon with the the quick scope or quick shooting ability, that combination, some kind of deck like that is going to be, I think, your budget top tier deck.
0: Just as a, I don't think it's going to be tier one. Maybe not. I think it'll be like a tier two.
1: I mean, if Ice Rider is tier one, right, and you're hitting it for weakness, that boosts it a little bit, right? Yeah,
0: but just because it's a counter deck to something that's super meta it doesn't automatically make it like tier
1: one. No, it does not make it tier one, but I, it's it could be an interesting. Like, can deck. it
0: still beat Shadow Rider. Can it still beat Urshifu, especially with,
1: you know, Dedenne being gone? I mean, it's a tough call. I think if you can hit them for 230 and spend a couple of turns setting damage counters and they don't have a way to heal. That's you could take all six prizes in one turn, basically, and they have oh, to knock like out with
0: your with your sweet coons coming in, Sean, that you talk about, you know, yeah, that's oh, true. you're
1: playing Zashian. Well, I'm just going to
0: play sweet coon then.
1: Well, all you do is just don't fill up your bench, have one Pokemon short of filling up your bench. And now they're not doing 220. I don't but know. You I,
0: look at this format. Everybody's filling up their bench, you know, especially if you're playing the frogs, the dog <laughs> frogs, as what someone in my discord server called it, the mm-hmm. frog dogs. You know, you've got all of your frogs, mm-hmm. your Drizziles, your Sobbles, your Inteleons on the bench. You know, Ice Rider's got all those on the bench. Shadow Rider's gotta have like four shadow yeah. rider V Maxes with the Cresselia. Like everybody's filling up their bench. Urshifu needs like uh uh the Octillery, you yeah. know, to grab a lot of stuff. They need the Passimian to do more damage to you on the bench.
1: Look, I, I'm I'm like, not saying I'm not saying it's a the best deck, but I actually think it is a little better. And it's a good it's a good deck and i agree with you in the fact
0: that like f- six bucks for a Zacian is like pretty doggone awesome considering how good zashian is for how long it's been good
1: yeah so that that's the uh my um honorable mention of that top tier but i think the deck that i want to see what the initial uh where's where, where's redquaza okay
0: I don't think it's on TCG player yet. That would be more like something you'd have to look on eBay.
1: Why is Suicune on TCG player and not Rayquaza? That's true. I
0: don't make the rules, Sean. I I really don't. But Rayquaza VMAX, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be a deck that you should invest a ton of money into, especially with Urshifu around. No bench barrier, your Rayquaza V, your Rayquaza VMAX, you know, your your Flaffies are just going to get wiped out one by one. Mm Mm-hmm. I, and so I that really like hurts the deck with no bench barrier in the format. If there was a single bench barrier pokemon in the format, I would be like Regisa Vmax is awesome, but uh, that's not the case. I don't know. I think Urshifu just hurts it way too much.
1: Yeah, I think I think Jake is is spot on. That's why it's sitting firmly at tier 2 I think for Omnipokes list as well. Um the weird energy cost also makes recovering like so like you you attack you can do 340 damage, I think it is, with four energy, two fire, two lightning, or some combo of that. Um, but then, like the next turn, that's the reason that the Flappy is necessary, is you need another turn to power something back up. And yes, Rose can help to get two energy back, and then you attach one, but you're still one energy short of a second of a second KO. So.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like we're gonna lose energy spinner, we're gonna lose Virginia Forest, we're gonna lose Giant Hearth, like we're gonna lose a ton of like those cheeky ways that people find like specific energies when you play a multi-energy, you know, type deck. How so like what are you are you just gonna play energy search? I mean, I know some Japanese uh some Japanese list played that, but
1: I wanna know actually how big the new Zoro arc is.
0: I do like the new Zorark. I think it's really, really cool. And I know that Sanders has been playing around with it. It's right there in the second row. Yeah.
1: 120. It's, oof. Yeah. It's not super
0: expensive. I think it's kind of niche, but like, I think it's really, really interesting. And I know Sander could, if you want like a safe card, you know, a dollar per is not, I mean, I would wait like Cheap. a week after it releases to buy it. I wouldn't pre order it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it also comes in pre-release evolution lines, I believe.
1: Um, it does, yeah. If you got any pre-release kits, you may have pulled a couple of these already. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, the reason I mention that is because, like, the Rayquaza, it may be a deck where if you played the Zorarchs, if you could... I don't think it helps you at all. It may not, because you'd have to put, like, big charms on it. And that's just so much...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's at 120, and if you're, like, why would you combo, in my opinion, so, like, I would only do this for, like, a stage, like, if you were doing, like, a stage one counter deck, yeah, you know, or you were doing something that you needed outs to get stage ones. Yeah. Or something. In in my mind, with, like, Flaffy, if your only stage one is Flaffy, like, why wouldn't you just, like evolve into Flaffy and put like replace Zork. if you're trying to be, play both Flaffy and Zork, why wouldn't you just put like more Eva evolution incense in
1: the only reason Jake that I was thinking about this is if if you could somehow make its HP big enough to survive an Urshie attack and then on the following turn you brought in Flaffy but does it keep all the damage counters if you um, use this
0: card in all attached cards, I think it probably does, because the the it's not a, like a damage counter is not an attached card. Yeah. So, so then like, you, let's say let's say, say even like for and Zork had one thirty, uh-huh. you know, HP. It got it gets hits with a it gets hits <laughs> with a rapid flow, and then you try to go into Flappy, well, they'll just take a prize.
1: I think what the the only way you could play the Rayquaza V Max is if you like had one or two. Flaffy's on the bench and then maybe a, a zaruba or two also on the bench and that way like if they blow up one you evo you bring it back and then you kind of have it but it's it's a lot of work that's a huge combo to try to pull off consistently yeah
0: i just don't i just don't think it's worth it i mean it's gonna get knocked out by a rapid flow anyways yeah so i think you just i think you just pile in like more trainers and more consistency cards so, uh,
1: yeah, you, you've you heard it here from us. Uh, I will be probably building Requaza VMAX, but I won't be buying it until probably th- a week or two out from the set and, and people playing the set IRL because mm-hmm. I think the price will drop dramatically the same way it did with um, Reshiram and Zekrom. Um, coming down from probably, I think pre-sale prices now are probably going to be between 30 and 50 bucks per VMAX. And then it'll come down and it'll probably hover around 20 bucks and then i think at that point that's a fair price because it's also people love rayquaza so i don't think you're going to get less than 20 dollars a card for a while um just because it's a fan favorite pokemon so uh yeah i mean i'm not really buying any cards right now well, I mean, i'll
0: okay. play on ptcgo and i'll try to like build decks on ptcgo like the first one that i'll probably try to build um is rayquaza but i'm I'm buying cards i would rather sean buy like books uh-huh. right now something that i can actually use at this point i've been buying a lot of books lately a some lot of manga. manga
1: yeah i've seen i've seen your twitter jake all the yeah manga. I,
0: I i my twitter is i'm thinking about rebranding my twitter to just like anime takes and <laughs> all that stuff because that's really what it's come down to i still think about the pokemon a lot and i still stream pokemon every day yeah But I've, I've, my Twitter is my dump of thoughts, Sean. Yes. Twitter is where whenever I have a thought that has some sort of value to it, it goes in Twitter. (laughs) It's like my diary, dear diary. Sean and I recorded the Metapod today and I had a lot of technical (laughs) issues. Thanks for listening. This is
1: true. Um, Well, before we go, Jake, uh, did you want, I wanted to actually shout out an event that a friend of the pod is hosting um sleepy dreepy if you if you don't know sleepy dreepy uh, check them out on youtube and and all that good stuff uh but they are going to be hosting a tournament uh battle against leukemia tournament um where it's basically a fundraiser so entry into it is two dollar donation to the GoFundMe um that's linked here we're gonna link i'll link this in the um podcast as well uh, but shout out to sleepy um The Metapod is also going to be donating one of those Viridian Forest playmats that we did an event for so, so long ago. Uh, We're going to donate one of those as as a first place prize. So if you want one of those mats and you want a chance to enter, $2 to a good cause is all you need. It'll be Friday, September 3rd uh, at 6 p.m. The format is going to be Team Up to Evolving Sky. So if you're planning on playing in the POG 2021 and you want a little bit of practice uh, with whatever deck you might be running... This is a great event um, to play in, to get some practice against uh, a variety of other players. Um, And it's
0: also good if you want to practice for Pog, because Friday is when this event is happening. And then the Atlas Pog 21 Championships is the next day. So let's say you've got an idea, you want to try it. I mean, this is a $2 entry that's going to a great cause and doing a lot of stuff. This is a perfect event i think for people to try out and play is there a registration
1: cap uh no no cap um okay yeah that's so. what i thought
0: i just wanted to double check and be sure but um yeah. but yeah i'm gonna try to play in it i don't know if i'm gonna have a, a lot of cards to be able to play in it we might be playing Zashi and Colo, <laughs> but
1: um, we'll have fun yeah, so if you want something fun to do for a good cause on a Friday night, uh link in the podcast description. Also, it's just on Limitless. Um, so you can you can look around on Limitless for Friday, September 3rd. Um but mm-hmm. yeah. Outside of that, Jake, I think I think that's gonna do it for us this week. I
0: think that's it. If you're looking for Evolving Skies, best of luck. I'd highly recommend going out now and looking at it because I know for chilling rain my shop that always follows the rules. They were able to sell chilling rain on the Monday of the week's release. So like after this pot, I'm going to go out and try to look for evolving skies to see if any, I also want to sell some of my cards um, mm-hmm. while they're still hot um, before rotation happens and stuff. And before evolving skies comes out, but um, yeah, I would, I would check it out. If you're looking to buy some evolving skies, look at your stores this week. I know actually last week, On, like, Friday and stuff, I saw a lot of people post that they got, like, cards from, like, Target and stuff. Like, single packs from, like, Target and Walmart.
1: Like, I think people just got the date wrong. Uh, Oh, my God. Well, I mean, that happens. Also, I will say, compared to Chilling Rain, this set is obviously, I think, more popular. Our locals sold out of the pre-release for Evolving Skies. So, yeah, if you definitely want to get stuff, it may already be too late by the time you're hearing this. But if it's not, and you wanted to pick up product, don't wait. Um, I think it'll sell out and you'll have to wait for restocks, which is going to be annoying. But look, this has got Evolutions, This has got Rayquaza and Dragons back. It's going to be a hot set for at least the first couple months. It's going to be a really hot set.
0: I just want Zinnia. Zinnia's (laughs) resolve. Give it to me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening to Metapod. Make sure to please leave a review on YouTube comments. Spotify, I'm sorry you're out of luck. Uh, iTunes, yep. leave a leave a review as well, whatever star it is. And thank you for listening to the podcast that revolves around the evolving meta.